0: What's up, everybody? Welcome into the first episode of the Open Mic Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Sean Redden. Joined every week with Nick Giuliano. Want to say what's up? What's up? That's it? You literally just want to say what's up? <laughs> what's up? Uh, I fuck with it. But uh, every week, this is the new Powered by unsportsmanlike like content, the new Open Mic Podcast. It's Open Mic because anything goes, not just sports, nothing that's off-limits. With us on this show, Uncut Raw. <laughs> but um, as always, it's powered by sportsmanlike content. And each show is brought to you by the Thrive Fantasy Sports. You can use promo code Red Hot when downloading the Thrive Fantasy app. And you get a $20 bonus on a deposit of $20 or more. Come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. They have eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top-tier athletes in a respective sport. If you choose the NFL, you just choose 10 out of 20 player prop options and build your lineup. If you choose NBA or MLB, even PGA contests, choose 5 out of 10 player prop options to build your lineup. Each prop has a fantasy point value associated with it, and obviously the more riskier the odds, the more fantasy points you get. Thrive has given out over $1.4 million in prizes since launching in 2018, and they give out a guaranteed $50,000 in prizes during the week for NFL. Use promo code REDHOT when you sign up today, and you'll receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or your Play Store for Androids, or visit the website at thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. And with so, two NFL games going on tonight... Hold on, hold I'm on, hold on. Real, real,
1: real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Nobody's going to know what we're talking about, but is it red hot or red hot?
0: <laughs> it's always red hot. But, um, and the red is with two Ds, obviously, if you don't follow me or the green zone, it's always two Ds, R-E-D-D, hot. But... <laughs> Well, wow. both two NFL games, me and Nick, I'm going to pull up one of the Thrive contests I'm in tonight, and me and Nick are going to debate. We'll just go through a lineup, and then me and I'll enter it for the show, and we'll see how it finishes in the contest, so come join me over on Thrive. But let's get right into this. I dig it. Eagles, first win of the year. Alex yes, sir. Against the defending NFC champion San Francisco 49ers, what were you most impressed with last night?
1: I was most impressed with the way the defense showed up. Uh, I know I know they kind of got gashed at the end when, you know, uh, CJ Bethley came in and didn't really look like we were playing defense. You know, I guess Jim Schwartz had his, his picket fence out there, because at one point I think Bethley was like 13 for 14 for like for like a buck forty. And it was all just you know, just curl curl routes, sitting in sitting in the open zones. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I think that the defense played pretty good, other than uh, George Kittle. I mean, we couldn't be able to stop him for nothing. Uh, yeah, I think you know at at he was ten for ten. He was targeted ten times. He had ten catches. I think up yeah, until hundred like hundred and
0: eight yards. I think and a touchdown.
1: Yeah, up a, yeah, and up until like the last, uh, you know, part of the end of the game there when he dropped the two point conversion. Yeah, um, that was crazy. But I think I think the defense as a whole play, played pretty good. I mean, I know you're going up against a backup quarterback. But Nick Nick, I mean, Nick. Mullins has proved to play okay at, at points. Nick, you know Nick, I mean? Mullins,
0: Nick Mullins, actually, only the second quarterback in NFL history behind Patrick Mahomes, who threw for 2,400 yards and nine touchdowns in their, or I'm sorry, 14 touchdowns in their first nine career starts. Yeah. So, I mean, to people say like, oh, he's a bad, dude was balling. Dude yeah. He absolutely it, balling. And I don't think the drop off from Jimmy G to him is that big.
1: No, it's it's not because you know because we know what Jimmy G is. You know, he's a game manager. He's not gonna, he, he's not gonna throw for four hundred yards every game. He may have no. w- one of those games per year, you know, where he just goes off. Um, but uh, as as far as like, the, I think the the secondary played pretty well. Also, uh, I know I was texting you last night, going back and forth with, with some of the guys that are out there on the field.
0: <laughs> I, I texted mean, you. I got I got a notification said. Safety Rudy Ford rolled out for the Eagles. Wrestling yeah,
1: there, who the fuck is that? That's I don't know. They they, they got him last year, I think, in a, in a in a trade, or or they or how ha- I was one of howie signings, uh for for a backup safety, but I didn't think he would ever fucking touch the field.
0: Yeah, um, I'm like, what? Who the hell? Like, you
1: know, Mark Marcus Epps get getting absolutely hurled on. I mean, I didn't even touch him when he when he hurled over him. No, didn't even, didn't even touch him. He just completely cleared him. And that's just a simple thing of you got to keep your head up, Marcus. He- Marcus Epps, keep your head up, bro.
0: Facts. I mean, you know, we got we like we just talked, we talked about last night. We didn't even know who the hell was out there for the Eagles. We thought we got Mike Epps out there. He took a break from Mike film f- uh, last Friday to come <laughs> to the Eagles. Um, Travis, Travis Foggum, that wide receiver.
1: Travis Foggum.
0: Yeah, that's my new, That's my guy now. Just cause you don't you don't like the Eagles receivers.
1: Fog him. I mean, the guy was working at Walmart last week.
0: <laughs> Facts. you know. But um, but now nah, I mean, obviously, and it's kind of crazy because you kind of feel like Wentz low key plays better with practice squad guys as yeah. opposed to like Jackson and like the main guys that we have out there. Um, like Wentz said actually in his press conference, that ball that he threw to to, to Fulgham, of what led um, to be the game-winning touchdown. He said that they only practiced it once in practice, but they hit it. He said, so we're two for two on that. But it's yeah. almost like Wentz, like, first of all, Fogel played four quarters and already has as many career touchdowns as J.J. Ortega-Whiteside in 19 career games. Yeah. Like, that's what yeah. like. I'm like. T- I'm tired. Like, forget the J.J. experiment, bro. Nah. Obviously, he's not He's not an NFL receiver. Like, nah. maybe that's a guy that could be converted to a tight end because he's big and slow as hell. But, the wide receiver thing is open. Like I, I saw more out of Deontay Burnett last year at the end of the year in them four games than I ever saw out of Ortega Whiteside. I saw more out of Fulgham last night than I've ever saw out of JJ Ortega Whiteside. We already know Greg Ward is better than I'm. Like, yo, enough with it. Enough with the. now going
1: going going into the season, I was still, I was still holding out on JJ. I wasn't gonna give up on just yet going into the season. Right. It's a second round pick, but I mean, I'm I'm completely off it now. I mean, am I'm, I'm, I'm done.
0: Yeah, the other guy. Let the other guy. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't be getting playing time over one of these guys who's actually shown the capabilities of being able to make no. a play in an NFL game. Was he
1: active last night?
0: No, he was not active. Okay, and he needs to stay like that the rest. Or I mean, I'm I'm to the point now where the Eagles. It's not like you're paying them a shit ton, bro. Just cut your losses.
1: Just cut them, right?
0: Yeah, just cut your losses. He can't can be. Fog him. He can't be. Yeah, <laughs> fog him. We got Travis now, but um. <laughs> So he can't be taking snaps away from guys like that, in my opinion, because they're they have showing the ability to make plays. It's it's crazy yeah, game. exactly
1: to to make a play in in a big part of the game, and it was and it was a, it was a tough catch because on that go round, by the time he looked up, the the ball was way already
0: in the air. The ball was way Went through threw it while the defender was still like holding him.
1: Yeah, so he so so fuck him. Look, <laughs> fuck him. Looked up and said, "Oh shit." This
0: ball's in the air right now. He he even said, he even said in the Pro game breath, he said, I didn't see the ball until it was on me. He said yeah. I lost he's I couldn't see anything. He goes, but the ball was too perfect that it, I just had to make a play. So I mean, I mean they they practiced together what three days and they already got that. He already has more chemistry with Wentz than JJ Ortega Whiteside had Wentz, in two years. And
1: it goes to show you went Wentz through that same ball last year against Atlanta. Aguilar dropped
0: it. Dropped it, yeah, exactly. We would have beat the Falcon. And it was crazy because they were both wearing number 13. Like Wentz probably had PTSD when he released that ball. Yeah.
1: But like you said before, it almost looks like he plays better with the practice squad players. Maybe because I feel like he might be tr- like he tries too hard when like the original starters are out there. With yeah. with 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 D Jackson and and <laughs> uh and and Goddard and and well, we haven't seen Jeffrey, but all the other guys. So when you got these practice squad players, he's just saying, you know, fuck it, like you know, just let's let's just play ball, right? Exactly. And you, you, you kind of saw it last night. He was kind of like, you know just, just it looked like he was having more fun out there, not necessarily. I mean, he still took some bad sacks, but he was running more with his legs. Yeah, I'm about so, to say.
0: I think the biggest thing last night for Wentz was his mobility. Yeah. That throw obviously didn't count because the penalty on the defense, but that that play where he rolled out. Almost stepped out of bounds and then threw a strike twenty yards down the field to Boston Scott. I mean that 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 was that was 2017 Wentz-esque, but and then obviously the touchdown run and then he almost got the first down on another scramble and then obviously picked it up the next play on the sneak. But I feel like that's I feel like that's when Wentz is at his best when he's on the run and moving.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, it, it definitely helped last night that Nikki Nicky Bota wasn't playing and and Solomon Thomas. Uh, the D Ford as well was inactive.
0: Yeah. So, and Bosa and Solomon Thomas. Yeah, I mean, so you yeah, have three dogs in that line that probably. And, and as soon as we saw in the
1: beginning of the game, Lane Johnson starts heading back to the locker room, you are like, Jesus Christ, man, we, we can't catch a break. But he came back in the game, but he wasn't really that
0: effective. Like, he was, it's not Lane that we know. Hundred percent. Honestly, I think I think the most impressed I was last night was with Jordan Malayata. Yeah. Jordan Malayata first ever start in a football game ever. He didn't even know he didn't even know what to say. He said he said, Yo, I, I don't wanna fill anybody's boots. I got my own boots and I'm a footballer now. Like he yeah. the terminology.
1: Another guy I was impressed with was was Barnett because he was he was handling Trent Williams, yo. Last night I don't know
0: I don't know what the hell got into Barnett the last two weeks, but he was he was on some shit the last two weeks, especially last night. Him and Sweat were doing damage, and then obviously later in the game, Brandon Graham was getting into it as well.
1: Yeah, I mean I have seen a play with with Derek Barnett pretty much just threw Trent Williams down with, with one hand to 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 make a play, get a big yeah. sack.
0: Barnett was a guy that I was like, yo, like he's on his fifth-year option this year. He's a guy that I was cool with letting walk, cause just cause the productivity and the injuries it just wasn't matching up with what a DN, what the going rate for a DN is now. No, but if I tell you what, if he continues to play how he played last night, then we're gonna talk contract extension with Derek Barnett.
1: I mean, he still has yet to see double-digit sacks, correct? No. First first first-round pick. I mean, you know. You, you got to see, you got to get at least double-digit sacks, you know. And at least sweat, be, And be Sweat has
0: definitely been more.
1: Way more productive.
0: More consistent, too, yeah, yeah than, than Barnett. What, what bothers me, the only thing that bothered me, and it's, it's bothered me all season with the Eagles, is wh- wh- why why in the fourth quarter, when you're trying to ice a game, and this this isn't the first week it's happened, why isn't Miles Sanders in the game? And Corey Clement is getting touches.
1: Wasn't Doug's answer because he 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 was the bigger back? Yeah, like, but but he got no fucking vision. No, nah, he's got. Come on, man. Corey Clement stinks. And and they yeah. were still they were still bringing that up last night. Out uh, he had a hundred yards in the Super Bowl game.
0: Yeah, like, three years ago, we don't give a yeah, shit anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, three years ago, man. And and how much came off on, on one catch?
0: Right. Yeah. Exactly. One hundred percent. That was like sixty-five of the yards right there. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, it it was cool. I was, I was, I was with bringing him back, giving him a look in camp. But you got other guys now that that can give you what Corey Clement gives you
1: on this roster, other than Miles Sanders.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I would much rather Boston Scott get touches over Corey Clement.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I'm not a big Boston Scott guy either, though.
0: No, me either. I don't. I mean, he's not. He's not a traditional like NFL back. He's more no. of like a like a hybrid fill in, maybe third down back. But um, but I think I expect him to give me more, and he has given me more than Corey Clement has. And it's I don't know, like I mean, like Killins played last night.
1: Yeah, he and got a couple touches.
0: We're one and zero when he rushes for negative twelve yards. So, <laughs> so we'll take that. But um. No, I was super impressed with Wentz. People want to talk about the yardage last night. He didn't throw for 200 yards, but he was efficient, and he got the job done. And he got it done on the ground as well. And the defense stepped up. Darius Slay looks like he's worth everything the Eagles gave up. Absolutely, up. he's absolutely shut down uh, four four wide receivers so far this year. You can how fucking scary to- was that though, man? On that on that touchdown by Ayuken. Yo, That's my thing. He was like Slay made a tremendous play to save that game and knock the ball out of George Kittle's hand, But I have a problem with everybody. If you freeze frame that, like when the the ball gets knocked out, Slay is the only defensive back whose feet are off the ground. Yeah. You have to – first of all, as a corner, you always high point the ball. Same thing as a receiver. Yeah. You go and get it at its highest point, especially on the last play of the game. Hail Mary, what the hell are you doing with your feet on the ground?
1: Because, I mean, nine times out of ten, if that play ever works, it's because – Somebody's catching the rebound. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like you said, I mean, if everybody fights, everybody's got to fight for the ball and just and just try
0: and knock knock it down. Don't bat it in the air. You want to knock it down.
1: Like there Straight was down. there was
0: there was eight people right there in that in that in that clusterfuck. Yeah. Of players in the end zone, and two of them were off the ground. George Kittle, yeah. Darius Slay. Yeah. Everybody else just watching.
1: Yeah.
0: It's crazy to me. But do do the Eagles have a linebacker in uh, Singleton? <laughs> Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> you you couldn't
1: you couldn't drop that pass for for shit, man. I mean, the the guy got to where he was supposed to be, you know, in, in his own drop, and then fucking Nick Bones threw it right to him. Yeah, he even said
0: that pretty much in his press game. He was like, oh, I mean, he kinda threw the ball right to me. But,
1: I mean, right to him. He couldn't have walked it to him any better.
0: But but I need but he only came in because what TJ Edwards was out.
1: But, right. TJ Edwards. Like, but yo, yo I ain't heard... gonna yo,
0: I ain't I ain't gonna
1: lie. The the guy got some wheels though when he was down the sideline.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, why like yo, first of the Eagles linebackers ain't good enough that anybody should be getting reps over anybody. Like, these exactly. are, it should be a revolving door at linebacker until you find three people who could play.
1: Exactly.
0: Like, <laughs> I don't care that Davion Taylor, like, bro, he's your third round pick. Yeah. And he can't be any worse than what's out there. He's yeah. a raw freak athlete. Like he's probably as fast as a safety. Yeah. But but hits like a linebacker, and I know his football IQ isn't there. He's only played in 22 career games in his life, high school, college, and zero in the NFL. But he's a freak athlete, and right now I feel like the Eagle, like Nate Jerry stinks. TJ Edwards, I think, is a really good high Q, i I'm a high IQ linebacker, but he's slow as hell. Like, right now, I think this defense just needs athletes at the linebacker position to try to, like, guys that can flow sideline to sideline. And the guy who actually, I wasn't that big on coming out the draft, but apparently had a huge, a really good camp and has played a role on special teams so far, but is getting no burn on the actual defense is Sean Bradley, the rookie at the Temple. Yeah. And I'm like, he can't be any worse. Like I'm yeah. like just so you saw with the wide receivers last night. They got a shot, they made plays, they made it happen. Let's let's do the same thing with this linebacking
1: court. No, you're right. I mean, let let, let the seventh round Jesus get, get some more burn. I mean, he, right. he, he he made he made he made a play in, in a big spot of the game and and he and he cribbed it. Yeah. You know, he didn't he didn't get tackled at the 15 yard line, then offense stalls. Okay, you will begin getting, getting three. He pretty much put the game away. 100 percent well, should have put the game away. I mean, they they went down and scored pretty quick. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, we, we played our prevent, and the only thing it does is prevent you from winning the game. Exactly as you as you saw for the last quarter with um, exactly the Browns and Cowboys game.
1: But there's there's a there's a lot of guys in that defense, man. That that think they 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 can have too much swag on the field, and Yo. it it fucking irks me, man.
0: Yo, last night it was. I as soon as I saw it, I was like, yep. There it is. You know you're good for it once a week. We ain't seeing a lot of safety. No. He's he not really getting the plays. But Jalen no. Mills back at corner last night, ball ball was thrown to the back of the end zone. And Jalen Mills, nor the receiver, had any clue where the ball was. And then Jalen Mills walking back to the line of scrimmage with his patented finger wag, having nothing to do with the play. The ball was thrown away. It had nothing to do with Jalen Mills. And then the very next play he gets cooked for what probably was a should have been a touchdown, but was ruled down at the one. Yeah. Like, come on, bro.
1: Does any do you do also have a problem with fucking Nate Gary rocking that dark visor?
0: Yeah, you gotta earn the right you can't. to rock you, a you, dark you, visor. you
1: can't you can't wear that, man.
0: Yeah, you gotta, you, you gotta earn the right to wear a dark visor out there. Dude, you're not you good enough. Yo, bro, on singleton's pick. And they ran it, they ran it up into that to that like fan cam thing that's in the back of the end zone.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nate
0: Jerry wasn't even in the picture. Like this motherfucker don't even know how to line up for a photo. When <laughs> we got him lining up for defense, that shit irks me.
1: No, it does. But you I know,
0: think this team, you're gonna get an in-the-box safety back in a couple weeks and Will Parks. So these linebackers just gotta keep weathering the storm.
1: I forgot about Will Parks, honestly.
0: Yeah, I mean he's been he's been Philly's hype man all year on Twitter so far, and you know he he, he lays the wood.
1: I mean, well, he, he he better he better do something back there, cause you know I, I'm I'm still not a big fan of McCloud. I know he got the big pick; that was a huge pick down there in the red zone too.
0: Yeah, McLeod, Yeah, I, but I was, he got no huge he, momentum changer.
1: He, he he got no crib ability though. <laughs>
0: no, nah, he's turtles.
1: If 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 they had a rating on Madden crib ability, his would be a fucking zero.
0: <laughs> nah, I mean the Eagles don't have a like overall, they don't have a lot of speed in the secondary. Nah. But right now they're getting the job done. The defense is actually among nah, the Now I was happy I was happy about the defense last
1: night. What'd you say? I said I was I was happy about the with, with the defense last night for the most part.
0: Right, exactly. And the offense I felt was efficient.
1: It was efficient because they did because the, the Niners they, they got Debo Samuel back and they had George Kittle back. I mean, he's going to do what he does, but for that's the most part, you know, that's it was, what it was, was
0: a, like, yo, everybody was like, oh, well, the 49ers, you know, they're they were on their backup quarterback, they were on this and that. I'm like, bro, first of all, they done whooped everybody's ass so far this year, yeah. In the past two weeks, they did it with Nick Mullins, they and they did it without Kittle, without Samuel, like all the like they were. Since week one, this was the healthiest the 49ers have ever been, Mm -hmm. and it was the the worst the Eagles had ever been.
1: Yeah, we're used to it. The Eagles got the job
0: done. Like, I don't want to take away what the Eagles did because Nick Mullins, I think that was Nick Mullins had the worst game of his career, he's been balling against everybody else, and that was because the defensive line was on his ass the entire game. Yeah, and that's what this team needs. This team was built. You gave all that money to Hargreave after you're already paying Fletcher Cox a ton. You got Malik Jackson. You have Brandon Graham. You got Sweat. You got Barnett. Even Janard Avery actually got in on the action last night. And played yeah, a he decent did. game. Played a decent game. Get a sack. But I think the Steelers game is gonna be interesting coming up next week. I honestly I don't think the Steelers are crazy good. I'm s I s I really like that defense.
1: The Steelers defense?
0: Yeah, I really like that defense.
1: Yeah, no, no, they 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 have a they have a top three defense in the league.
0: But that offense don't
1: scare me. No, nah, nah, it don't it don't scare me. So but they, I, I
0: think the Eagles can be in this game.
1: They have they have playmakers all over on defense though. They got they got speed at linebacker. Uh, you no, know, they got an all all pro safety in Minka Fitzpatrick. Yep. corners are you know corn, corners are are yeah, Joe Hayden is way past his prime, but they still got some other guys that could play out there. You still got Cameron Hayward, yeah. Devin Bush,
0: yeah. They got they they got athletes all over the field. On yeah, defense, but but outside of Juju, and then I mean James Conner stinks. Yeah, he's he, he was a good story coming back from battling cancer, but he stinks.
1: Yeah, he, he stinks. He he hasn't been. He had that one good year two years ago. We,
0: yeah, when Le'Veon yeah. Bell was out. Right. But it's nah. He's he's not the guy. He's not a starting running back in the NFL, and. Big Ben isn't the Big Ben that he was. He don't have that same that same arm strength. No, definitely doesn't have the same mobility. Because for a big dude, Ben used to have a little wiggle.
1: He did. He does. Back he did. In the have day. A little... He was a
0: hard guy to bring down. He now he's more of a stationary guy. I think the Eagles low key match up pretty well with the Steelers if they're able to put some points on the board. I think they can come away with a W.
1: And not to mention the Steelers' three wins have a combined record of of zero and nine.
0: Right, exactly. Going into was, the
1: goal, going into this week.
0: Right, absolutely. And then the only the only advantage that I give the Steelers right now is that they had the makeshift buy because of the COVID postponements, they had right. extra they had extra time to prepare for the Eagles. Right. But I don't know how much that really plays a factor. But it's gonna to remain to be seen. I think it's gonna be a good game on Sunday and I I definitely wouldn't count the Eagles out for pulling another one out versus the Steelers.
1: No, nah, I mean this could this could be a uh, like a chemistry booster,
0: you know? Get 100%. back on the
1: wagon. Big win out in San Francisco.
0: But now you're talking about. I want to get into the other teams in the division. Yeah. You have the the Dallas In and Outs <laughs> because they be getting a forty burger hung on them every single week. So I changed the name to the Dallas In and Outs in my book right now.
1: And and you know, at no point were they ever even in the game. Yo,
0: that's what that's what I said. I'm like, yo, everybody go. But it was a three point game with four minutes left or whatever before Odell got that reverse. But I'm, I'm like, bro, don't don't mistake a close score for a close game. Yeah, because you guys, the but the Browns stopped playing in the fourth quarter. They were like, this shit is curtains. You can have all these dump offs and little slant routes. Like people are like, oh, but you act like they were just throwing short routes. They were the defense was playing twenty yards, twenty yards off the ball. Yeah, Dak was, hit, Dak was hitting slants, and the receivers were running another fifteen. Yeah. So I mean, like I said, Dak, Dak might lead the NFL in passing yards at the end of the year, and the Cowboys might have four wins.
1: Exactly. So, so what good is that, Jerry? that
0: exactly. <laughs> And last year, and last year, the uh, top five, top five, passing yardage leaders in the NFL. You know what they all had in common? Playoffs. They all miss the playoffs. They all
1: that miss the playoffs.
0: Yeah, that don't mean nothing. Passing yards—that means you're that means you're losing in most games.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're behind. You're throwing the rock. And
0: right, and then there, I see all these people like, oh, but no, but that he leads them back." Well, how the fuck did they end up down in the first place?
1: <laughs> exactly. So, so like, when, yeah, the first three quarters when you know when when you're trying to take the leads and all, you, you're fucking getting blown out by thirty-five points.
0: That's what I said. You know, when the game was tied 14-14, Dak, Dak in five straight drives, the Cowboys picked up one first down. Dak was eight for 15 for 59 yards. And then they got their ass whooped. The Browns switched and went to the whole prevent defense. And then the Cowboys' Dak was able to eat it up underneath and let the receivers run after. Yeah, They were never in that game, man. That's what I said. And, and, they, and they were they were fucking Falcons knowing the NFL rule book away from being 0-4.
1: 100% should be for us. It's just like crazy. That,
0: that offense got crazy firepower, but they don't bring it out until they're down three scores. Yeah. And then the Giants, they're a dumpster fire. They played the Rams pretty tough yesterday.
1: They did. How, you know, how about that fire at the end of the game?
0: Yeah, but you know, you—that that was beef that's been brewing. Uh, Jalen yeah. Ramsey and, and Golden Tate got in the skirmish, and it was because Jalen Ramsey got Tate's sister pregnant. And Ooh. while she was pregnant, he dumped her in the offseason. Oh, yeah. He said, I got to be on my way, but good luck, girl.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is. That, that, does, that does call for shooting the fade.
0: So, I mean, yeah, if you take, you're like, you owe me one.
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah,
0: you got to run me my fade. They couldn't do it during the game, but afterwards, yeah, they got right.
1: But well, Ramsey is grimy like that, though.
0: Oh, without a doubt. He's a beast. What's worse in your opinion? Ram- Ramsey dumping Tate's sister while she's pregnant with his kid or Paul George cheating, I knew it. I Paul knew George it. cheating on Doc Rivers' daughter and then getting coached by him?
1: <laughs> I think that's worse. Right definitely worse. Definitely PG, definitely. I can't yo, know, I can't imagine that, but I mean, I don't even know if if during the season if, if Doc even like cared
0: Now, he probably cared in the playoffs when Paul George sucked ass. He
1: probably did.
0: But during the regular season, he's like, like, you drop 30, I don't care. No, that's definitely. Yeah, you got to put that bullshit to the side and keep it moving. But we actually have some NFL news today. Bill O'Brien is out as the Texans GM and the head coach. And I actually personally think Bill O'Brien is actually a really good coach. I think shit went downhill when they gave him the GM duties. Yeah, but I, I personally, you know, the Eagles, we have a thousand, we have a thousand assistant offensive coaches, no offensive coordinator. I would welcome Bill O'Brien here as an OC in a heartbeat.
1: How, how long before you think he gets a job?
0: I think I think he'll be an OC next year, and if not, if not, if he doesn't get a job. Some college is going to offer him as a head coach. He, he he was doing his thing with Penn State before he got the Texans job.
1: No, he was, and and you know he came in at, at the the worst time too, with Penn State. Right when yeah, the, when exactly. Was and and he
0: made and he made Christian Hackenberg look like a number one overall pick. Yeah, right. And then once he left, Hackenberg obviously went downhill. But the Texans job to me, which is crazy, because you would think you would look at. A head coaching candidate, and you would be like, "Yo, I get to go coach Deshaun Watson." Mm-hmm. Like that would be enticing for any candidate. But when reality, when you look around the league with some of these coaching job opportunities, it's hard for me to say the Texans would be my first choice. Because you got Houston; they do have Deshaun Watson, but then they have they they have two hundred and fifty five million dollars, the most money paid into any roster in the NFL. And they're sitting at zero and four right now. They're on pace to have the number one overall pick, and the Dolphins own the Texans' first round and second oh, round yes. picks this year. So all that you don't even have assets going forward. Like the Texans are hot trash right now, outside of Watson. No, nah, you don't. You don't have any picks or any money to make it better.
1: Ain't nobody winning right now like the Dolphins are.
0: So I don't think. So I don't think that. I don't think that job is that enticing, even though you get to coach Deshaun Watson. Especially when you look, the Jets are definitely going to have a coaching change at the end of the year. I don't know how appealing that is. They have some guys, like the question still out on Darnold. What kind of player is he? Le'Veon Bell, is he? can he still be the same back? Is it more Adam Gates that Le'Veon Bell looks like shit? Um, what can you get out of Denzel Mims? Who's been hurt? Jamison Crowder is a reliable slot receiver but the defense definitely going to need some work. But that offense, you got a bookend left tackle, in my opinion, in Makai Becton. You might have a franchise quarterback in Sam Darnold. You have a reliable running back in Lev Bell. You have weapons outside with Perryman, Denzel Mims, and Jamison Crowder. That could be an enticing. To me, the Jets might be more enticing to me than the Houston job. And then if you want to talk about a win-now team, You can go down to Atlanta. Dan Quinn is 100% going to be fired at the end of the year. But that is a team where you have to make your choice because they have Julio, Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley, obviously signed Todd Gurley, traded for Hayden Hurst. But that's an aging team with Julio and Matt Ryan. They're probably Mm going to be in rebuild mode soon. So I don't know if that's more enticing for a head coach.
1: I think that the Texans' job might be enticing for a college coach trying to come into their league. You don't like, think
0: you don't? Because I think I feel like the number one coaching candidate this year is going to be uh, Eric Belenemy from the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So and I think he's going to have his choice of what job he wants.
1: I mean, if if all if all goes according to what everybody's saying, that the Jets get number one pick and. Take Trevor Lawrence if he declares. I think he the number one choice would be the Jets for anybody. Agree.
0: You think the Jets would take Trevor Lawrence number one? Yeah, you I think, think they would try to trade out of it.
1: No, I th- I think I think they would take Trevor Lawrence.
0: Yeah, I feel like you have like what what about the Dolphins? They just drafted two a fifth overall last year. What if what if the Texans still continue to be a dumpster fire? You have the opportunity to get. Couple playmakers, including Trevor Lawrence, in the draft. Do you think they would pull the trigger, not knowing what Tua can do? Because it looks like Fitzpatrick is holding on to that job for now.
1: Nah, 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 no. Nah. They're gonna they're gonna roll with Tua. There's no way you can draft a... up <laughs> Trevor Lawrence number one and having I Tua. Mean,
0: they... yo. yo, The Cardinals took Josh Rosen tenth overall, and then took Kyler Murray the next year.
1: <laughs> yeah, they did, and I guess it worked out pretty good, but. I don't. I don't think too is Josh Rosen.
0: I agree. I mean, but I think, I, mean, I think that's for, if for a team like the Jets or the Dolphins. If they get the number, get they get the first overall pick, that's going to be a serious question they got to ask.
1: I mean, number one picks. Number number one picks. It's only three positions. You get a quarterback, a a, a lineman, or a pass rusher.
0: Yeah, I actually thought it was – at first I was mind blown by the stat I heard last Monday night uh, for the Chiefs-Ravens game. But when I thought about it, I'm like, wow, that's actually not that crazy. But uh, Eric Fisher, the left tackle for the Chiefs, who caught that touchdown pass.
1: 2013 first-round pick.
0: Yeah, first overall pick. He's the first first overall pick to catch a touchdown pass since – Keyshawn Johnson in 1996.
1: <laughs>
0: and I thought that was crazy to me, but I'm like it's really not that crazy cuz you don't see wide receivers or running backs getting drafted number no. one over.
1: No. Cuz you know they they they're just not as valuable as those other positions.
0: Right, 100%. You can't, how you can't do if it? If you're the Giants, if you're the Giants, how close are you to trading Saquon Barkley?
1: I'm very close.
0: I'm I don't even think they should, really
1: should have took him in the first place.
0: No you never you never took a running back that early ever. because they weren't even ready they weren't even ready for him
1: like they tried to they, tried to they try to sell just, themselves with well, Eli oh Eli, I got one more year left we're gonna compete we have Odell, yada, yada yada, the line still fucking stinks, the defense sucked, so by the time he's really healthy now after this surgery, okay, next year maybe he won't be a hundred percent he'll still be working the way to his fifth year his deal on his fifth year. By the time his fifth year, like how, how how much does he have left, and how good are they, are they even going to be? Right, exactly,
0: no, hundred percent. And actually, hear me out here. You're probably not going to agree with me. Carolina Panthers should seriously Crazy. consider moving C Mac.
1: No, I I do I do agree because they're they're not getting better anytime soon.
0: Exactly, yo, and they're two and zero without him.
1: They're two and zero without him, and if you want to. Rebuild that franchise real quick. That's it, right there. That, that's that's a ticket.
0: One hundred percent. That's a team. Like, get... Don't get me wrong. Teddy Bridgewater, I think, is a serviceable interim quarterback, mm-hmm. but he's not. He's not a go-to guy. No. And I think that team has weapons with Curtis Samuel, obviously DJ Moore, and then Robbie Anderson can take the top off the defense at any time. And Thomas Davis is looking like he's holding it down in that backfield right now.
1: Mike Davis, right? Mike Davis, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mike Davis.
0: Mike but, Davis. But but he's holding it down right now in that backfield, and they might be a quarterback or a couple pieces away on that defense. The defense is super young. You got you got a, two rookies leading the way, and Derek Brown up front, and then Jeremy Chin in the back end. Mm-hmm. But that's if, a team that looks like they're on a the rise, especially on a defensive end. If you get them a quarterback, they can they can maybe compete because the Saints, Saints and Drew Brees. I know how they looked yesterday but That was against the Detroit Lions. That's a team that looks like they may be on the way out.
1: They may be on the way out, but real quick, what I was going to say is, if the Texans end up getting that first round, that first overall pick, and it goes to Miami, what about trading the Panthers trading CMAT to get that first overall pick and drafting Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, you got Matt Matt Rule. He, he gets he gets his he gets his QB.
0: That would definitely be something I would be interested in.
1: I, that would shake some things up. You get, the, you get the first overall pick and more.
0: Yeah. And then you have the Matt Rule as the head coach, and then Joe Brady, who coached Joe Burrow. Yeah. College as the OC. He might be able to do a lot of interesting things with Trevor Lawrence. because Trevor Lawrence can run a little bit, too. He's not just yeah. a pure pocket passer. That would be an interesting thing. And our producer, Nick Demilio just brought up, he said if the Jets get the number one overall pick, you take Trevor Lawrence, and you already heard somebody in Pittsburgh vocal, yeah, about wanting to reunite with Sam Darnold. You could yeah. possibly see him replace Ben Roethlisberger.
1: That, that's a fact, yeah.
0: That's that's something that's actually not out of the realm of possibilities.
1: No, I, no, it's it's very possible because I think I think Pittsburgh is is might because they're 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 still in they're like in win now right now like they 10%. They're they're a championship building team. Like they they're not in rebuilding mode. So
0: Yeah, and the Steelers, first of all, Steelers never ever rebuild.
1: No. And they don't they, they don't reload. need it.
0: To... I mean, they went they went from being like a ah, competitive team with Cordell Stewart and then Tommy Maddox from the XFL for a couple seasons. Then Roethlisberger came right in. And like the Steelers, their biggest thing to them is yo, they hit on draft picks throughout the whole draft. They do. That is one of the most Best run franchises in the in the NFL. I mean, you hit on TJ Watt, you hit on, and then like you, they're the only organization I know that can go from two guys like Hines Ward and Plaxico Burris, then yeah. just move on to, um, Mike Wallace. Yep. Putting up numbers, then you, then Mike Wallace leaves. You just move right on to Antonio Brown. Then San
1: Antonio he, Holmes.
0: You, you just yes, yeah, Antonio Holmes, and then you move right on to Juju. Like that's yep. a team that that's a team that hit they took a guy that the Eagles had playing defensive tackle and now he's one of the better starting offensive tackles in football
1: yep yep
0: that's a team that's a team that drafts very well and then they're not scared to make that move to put him over the edge either as you saw last year when they went out and got Minkah Fitzpatrick
1: yeah how well did that worked out for him because they <laughs> yeah. usually they don't trade draft picks usually
0: no, not at all, but I mean, I feel like Micah Fitzpatrick's basically, you're getting a young star. Bro, so it's it was, almost like you use that draft pick on Fitzpatrick.
1: Ex- exactly. He's like 22 years, like last year. This is third year in the league.
0: Facts. And that's that was my thought process, and I know you shared the same sentiment when Jamal Adams was available. Yeah. A lot of Eagles fans were like, yo, we don't need Jamal Adams. He's not a, he's not a pat. He doesn't get a lot of interceptions. He doesn't get, well, guess what? He went out to Seattle, and he's leading the team fucking sacks. Exactly. And, and what the, what's the Eagles? He's going to play in the box. And you know what player would mitigate the Eagles' biggest weakness, their linebacking core? Having yeah. Jamal Adams in the middle of the field. Exactly. 100%. 100%. Yeah, like, 100%. Crazy to me that Eagles fans want board. I'm like, bro, do you watch Jamal Adams? He's not a safety. No, he's not. He, he's listed as a safety, but he's the, in the box. He plays it up at the line of scrimmage. Yep. Like that's a guy that he would have fit so well with this Eagles team and filled such a need that it kills. I mean, given I probably would have been sick if we gave up what Seattle gave up for him. Did they? They gave up what a first and a third. Yeah. A get, yeah. I mean, given they wouldn't have took any of our fucking corners. But, no. But I don't know if I could have if I could have parted with a first round pick and a third round pick for him especially with a contract extension looming.
1: And they just swap players. They swap safeties as well.
0: Yeah, 100%. But um, right now we're at the quarter point of the season. What is your biggest surprise so far in the NFL?
1: Biggest surprise right now in the NFL?
0: Yeah, it could be a team or a player through the quarter point of the season.
1: The Buffalo Bills 4-0. 4-0,
0: 4-0, yep. Buffalo
1: Bills 4 No, I mean I, not that they were going to be a bad team, but just the way that they're beating teams, you know? Like Comfortable. And, and, and you saw it last week. I mean they, they got down, they got down against the Rams, but the way they came back from that game, you know, uh Josh Allen, you know, has he, he's he's been around a couple of years now, so he's fine. He's
0: finally like grown. You finally went, he finally actually has a go-to receiver now. Yeah, too.
1: he finally has a go-to receiver. They got a good defense. I'm a real big fan of Sean McDermott. I think he's a big candidate for Coach of the Year this year.
0: 100.
1: You know, and that just goes to show you that like we run guys out of town too quick, you know, because we we had him, you know, to, to fill in the shoes when when, when Jim Johnson passes as our, as our DC, and he went on to Carolina and became a, a great defensive coordinator in Carolina before he, before he became a head coach.
0: Yeah, he was a scapegoat here during the last few years of Andy Reid. Yeah. When he was the DC here. We gave up on him too quick. But now nah, the Bills the Bills are definitely a good a good pick for a surprise team and or player. I think my biggest surprise right now through the quarter point of the season is the Minnesota Vikings.
1: 0 oh and four.
0: With how well now nah, they're one and three. They, oh, beat one the, the they beat the they beat the 0 and three Texans.
1: Right, that's right, that's right.
0: Yesterday. But that's a team where you lost Stefan Diggs. Obviously, we knew how big of an impact that would have been. You lost Everson Griffin, but then you replaced him. You traded for Yannick Ngakwe. I wasn't expecting this secondary to be as bad as it is, though, for Minnesota. They're absolutely getting torched through the air by everybody they play. But Kirk Cousins, as much as people want to knock him, I think he's still a very good quarterback. Yeah. And then Dalvin Cook is one of the better quarterbacks. I mean quarterbacks, one of the better running backs in the NFL. He's a guy you can rely on. I thought they were gonna losing Stefan Diggs, you were gonna rely more on Dalvin Cook, considering you only have Adam Thielen and then a rookie and Justin Jefferson to rely on in the passing game. But their defense has been bad and it looks like they, they're a dark horse to finish last in the NFC North.
1: Oh by by far. By far, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna have a top, a, a top eight pick, maybe even higher. You know, I mean, I don't. Justin Jefferson is is looks pretty. Good. I mean, back to back 100 yard games. Uh, I know a lot, a lot of very
0: bad defenses
1: too. Yeah, very very bad defenses, and probably because they've been Te- the, teams are
0: doubling and tripling Adam Dealing.
1: Right, and they weren't they weren't really playing from behind last last uh, yesterday, but you know. The, the, the stats get changed a little bit when you're playing from behind and you, you got to pass the ball.
0: Yeah, 100%. Stats get inflated. Yeah. But how about how about Tom Brady yesterday? I'm a, I've been the biggest advocate of saying the Buccaneers and Tom Brady's offense is going to be better and better every week because they, they're still getting familiar with each other, and the more they just play and practice together, the better they're going to look. Five touchdown passes for Tommy Terrific to five different receivers.
1: And... It, and it's, and then like how many how many games this year, so far this year has he played like with his full off, you know what I'm saying? Because Chris Chris yeah,
0: Godwin is probably gonna be out on Thursday too, because it's a short week versus the Bears. Oh
1: shit, that's not good. Fancy purposes. And then you got
0: You're telling you know,
1: me Fournette Fournette was inactive. Yeah.
0: Uh, Ronald Jones is better than Fournette anyway.
1: Yeah. Uh the de- 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 depend, depends on what kind of like, what what's what, what style. Um, I'm a. I mean, I, I like Fournette. I'm a, I'm a I'm a fan of Fournette. I I take him on any team.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just he's he's only averaged more than three yards per carry once in his career. I just he gets a couple big plays. I feel like every season when people are like, "Oh shit!" Like yo, look at Leonard Fournette. I just don't feel especially for a guy who, what well, he was the fourth overall pick. Yeah, fourth by the Jaguars. Yeah, that ain't it. That ain't it. he his where he was taken doesn't match the production. Yeah. But that's again, that's hard to do. The only running back I would say that was taken in the top five ever, or no, C Mac was eight, white, right? right.
1: C Mac was eight, yep.
0: Yeah, the only the only running back who's taken in the top ten whose production I think matches it is Christian McCaffrey.
1: hundred percent. Looking back at it, he should have been fucking number two. Probably Fact. <laughs> Who who was who was first picked? Who was first picked that year? Miles Garrett, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Nah, he should be number two.
0: But um, real quick, I just got two more things I want to ask you. LeBron James walking off the court last night at the end of Game Three with ten seconds left. Bitch Everybody, made everybody's running with it that he's a sore loser. How do how do you look at it?
1: I th- I, th- I think I think it was it, w- it was a little bit, pussyish, selfish. Uh, you know I mean I mean if you, if you want if you want to, if you want to be that guy and claim that guy you know you got, you gotta take your losses. Facts. You know what I mean? And it's not like you lost the finals. You fucking lost Game Three. You know what I mean? Right. Game Game Seven NBA Finals. You and you lose like that. Uh, all right. Maybe there's there's a conversation there. I I get it. You know you want to bring one back to L. A. And you failed. But, but game three, you walk up the court with ten seconds left, and everybody else is looking at you, saying, "Oh, do do we, do we follow them? Do we stay here? Like, what do we do?" Yeah, you saw
0: you saw like half the team walk I, off, yeah, but kept like looking back. Exactly, exactly. Like not knowing what to do. No, I agree with you. You're supposed to be a leader, right there. You can't. You just, bro. It's ten seconds left. Just sit there, and regroup. Just be like, yo, we're gonna get back at them in the game four.
1: Exactly. Just just because, just because. Uh, Jimmy Butler handed it to him last night. Talking, talking his shit, dropped a triple double. I think he was. I think he maybe, maybe he was embarrassed.
0: <laughs> Yo, he was embarrassed. The, you know what's crazy is Jimmy Butler dropped a triple double with forty plus points and had no threes.
1: That that's impressive. That's actually impressive.
0: But we should have all knew that was coming with Jimmy penetrating, penetrating on the D. <laughs> because back in the in the Rio Olympics. A, a hooker down there, I forget where I think it was Rio in Brazil, a hooker said that Jimmy Butler was the best lover she ever had so you know he was getting in there with the penetration. There was just a little foreshadowing.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, there was one more thing I wanted to ask you and it's totally slipping my mind. Oh. Obviously, probably the most important thing. I can't believe we're talking about it this late. Do you think the NFL finishes this season as scheduled, like with no, no half in because I, I heard rumors today that they were talking about postponing the season as a whole and taking a couple of weeks to bubble, and then everybody was going to play nine more games in a bubble?
1: Nah, you can't and, do that.
0: Or do you, do you, you think – Cause I feel like they're another, they're another team getting a COVID outbreak away from just really season being in jeopardy.
1: But that's that was that was that was one team that fucked it up for the rest of the league. The Titans, and as far as the bubble goes, you you can't put fifty three guys. From but these then you teams had you bubble.
0: had can't you had can't no yeah you can't you can't bubble that many players. But no. um, I mean, then you had Cam Newton pop. Then you had um, a player for the Saints pop as the team got off the plane yesterday. I was actually shocked that game was played.
1: If, I thought for sure when that,
0: nose bro- when that news broke late around midnight on Saturday that that game was going to be another one that was postponed.
1: The best, the best, the best news was was that it was just Cam Newton. You know what I'm saying? It was. I mean, i meaning it was only one player in the Patriots, and that's why they're playing this game right now. I feel like if. If the Patriots had an outbreak, then we probably would have been in, in a lot more, you know. Agree because because it's
0: only been one guy.
1: Yeah, it's only been one and guy. In reality,
0: it's only been one team. The Titans were really bad. The Vikings played the Titans and had zero positive tests.
1: Exactly. So and they're talking about and they're talking about coming down the Titans, you know, with 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 some fines and and some penalties because you know they they didn't follow the rules. Yeah, but they Raiders,
0: the, Ra- the Raiders, I don't know what they're doing. John Gruden's been fined multiple times already for not wearing a mask. Players have now been fined for not wearing a mask. And apparently Darren Waller, or tight end, hosted a charity benefit the other night. Yeah. And players were photographed and were there, and not a single person or player was wearing a mask. And now they're all getting fined. Like, bro, don't be stupid.
1: Nah, don't, don't, don't mess it up for everybody, man.
0: Facts, we're like you know, you know, there's gonna be cameras, like yeah. Wear the mask.
1: Just wear the mask. In front of the camera.
0: <laughs> right. We were just talking about that actually before we came on. We were saying, do you think Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth were, were actually wearing the mask the whole time, or just when the camera was on?
1: I think just when the camera's on because I don't remember seeing them. The camera go to them. Other than when the game first came on, and they showed that they had the mask on. Like I, yes. I watched the whole game. I, I don't remember them them flashing the camera back inside the booth and them having their mask on. And 100%, I was to, you know, you
0: know, they just gotta look good for camera. Make exactly. Sure and I, the, I was, I was trying right to make
1: things. out, I was trying to make out like how they sounded because I know how they sounded with the mask on in the beginning of the game, and it, it sounded a little different when they're broadcasting the game. It didn't sound like a little muffled. Like, I, I don't know. To, to me, I feel like they didn't have their mask on when they're broadcasting. Facts and they're showing you, you it definitely would have been able Tony, to hear
0: something in their voices.
1: Tony yeah exactly and Tony Romo and, and uh Jim Nance, they don't have masks on and they're you know they're in they're in the same the same booth but they, you know they got they got a little uh thick a border separating them but
0: yeah i mean the nfl like i said i hope i hope it plays out as as is so far this year hopefully these nope. players smarten up start wearing their masks and don't get hit anything we have no more outbreaks and we can finish this football season but that's going to do it for episode one of the open mic podcast i'm sean he's jules also we're going to break down the prop we were going to break down the props for some nfl contests this week they do not have them up yet so you still have time to get in for this sunday and they always have a thursday night one as well i will be over there check out the green zone Dropping at 9 p.m. on Wednesday night. Every Wednesday night, the Green Zone drops all my gambling picks for the weekend. And we will have the Thrive Fantasy props up there as well for you, to, for you to pick and win some money this week. So easy to win money on Thrive. They pay out over 100 people per contest. But episode one in the books. And if you don't think the Eagles are beating the Steelers next week,
1: fog them. Fog them.